if you want to go down to the stream to get some fish, but you don't have a pole or a string or a smaller fish, we'll grab that darn axe and you'll be all set. You'll be eating fish. It's Axe Fishing. Hello and welcome to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, a podcast where three guys from the Midwest talk about Halo as we replay it, uh, waiting up for Halo Infinite. I am your jackal sniper that ruins your day, Dave. I am your bet you can't stick it, Blaine. And I am your giving the bomb back through space. Andrew. Whoa, guys, what? Halo Combat Evolved is evolving. Dun, dun, Halo dun, turned dun. into Halo 2 Anniversary Edition. <laughs> so yeah, we, we played through the first three missions of Halo 2. Mm-hmm. Um, jumped in the second game of the series. Um, real quick first impressions. Um, the remastered looks amazing it's fantastic it's so good i'm playing the entire game remastered screw nostalgia yep Uh, it's gonna be awesome yep Uh, we can maybe touch on that again i think we will uh because it really is it's they've updated it with modern graphics but uh a little little history into halo 2 uh before we dive into our couple missions um came in or came out uh, uh in 2004 around the same time the end of the year, um, which it seems like a lot of those games, a lot of the Halo games come out right around November. Um, so it gives me hope that that's when Halo Infinite will come out. Um, but just kind of looking at some of the other games that came out around this time or in this year, and it's a it's a good lineup. We've got uh, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Half-Life 2, which is probably, I think, right up there with Halo 2 in terms of popularity. Uh, Far Cry, the very first one. Um, World of Warcraft, a hugely popular MMO <laughs> um, that I spent way too many hours and days of my life in. Um, and so, it, yeah, it's, that's that's just video games. There's, I don't know if you guys know of any uh, other sorts of media that came out at that time. or Yeah, Disney Pixar's movie The Incredibles came out. Uh, Green Day's album American Idiot was the number one seller, and this is also when Martha Stewart Stewart went to jail. Oh man, you also <laughs> forgot about White Chicks, the movie. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> and Dodgeball, and Mean oh, Girls, God. and Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite, and The Notebook. Can we just go back to two thousand four? <laughs> is that can... time machine? Let's just let's just hop on back. Oh, let's walking tall. Exact thing over again. Oh, man. Yeah, 2004 is a good year. I think we can all agree the best thing out of all of this was Halo 2. Was Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Take, Take me, me out. out. Seriously, 2004 had it going on. No kidding. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Can we just talk about 2004 for another half hour? Is that... Yeah. I would have been. Gas was two dollars and ten cents. I don't know. That's about the same. Fourteen when this game came out. Yeah. I say, were we too young to appreciate two thousand four? Probably a little bit. Yeah, we're stumbling into regular axe fishing podcast instead of we got to get <laughs> we got to get back to evolved evolved <laughs> back on track. So <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, came out two thousand four. Um, I personally, I remember just uh, I still had fifty six k internet trying to download 
the Halo E3 video, um, which shows the Chief and Cortana driving through town, um, blowing stuff up and doing Halo stuff, and it was it was mind blowing at the time, and I I should go back and watch it, but the the famous line from that is he primes a, a plasma grenade right at the end and bet you can't stick it, and then Halo 2 pops up, and I just it, I remember I downloaded that overnight. Because, again, 56K internet to download a, I don't know, three-minute video. Mm-hmm. And well, this, is, this was pre-YouTube. YouTube did not exist at this point. Right, so yep. You had to download, I think it was like a QuickTime video yep. to watch this thing. Exactly, yeah. YouTube did not exist yet. Even though it seems like YouTube's been around for as long as, I don't know, the internet's been around. It, Yeah, yeah this is pre, pre-YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. So... All that to say, it's the the amount of hype I had for this game going into it was was through the roof, um, mm-hmm. and I I feel like it delivered at the time. Certainly, um, both both on the um, the the campaign and especially on the multiplayer, which I mean I hope we will get a chance to talk about that. Um, do you? Speaking of the, before we dive into the campaign too much, do you guys remember um, that there was like a French version of this game that leaked? Yeah. And, and very important story points got spoiled. Like, I don't know if it was a week or two weeks before this game came out. Yeah, I do remember I that. I do remember that now that you say that. Yeah, and there were like videos circulating online of like campaign and all this stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't remember what the actual spoilers were. But uh, yeah, I remember like the French like preview video that came out, and it was uh, yeah, all the language on it was French. It was. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I. It was also at a time where we were just getting into like spanish class and french class so then i was asking my friends that were in spanish like what is what is this word and i try to like spell it or say it for them they're like uh i have no idea i'm in spanish one or french one yeah yeah i was gonna but, say your issue is you're asking your friends in spanish, spanish class. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my mistake uh, i should have been asking my french friends yeah. too excited man yeah. just so, so just looking at this box art <laughs> so so it yep. just is like too. master chief He's got two guns, one in each hand. For the first time ever, you could dual wield. And neither one of them is familiar. These are no. both new guns. They're both SMGs. Mm-hmm. So, man, everything's bigger and better. You're on Earth. Well, the SMG's smaller, but still better. Oh, he's got two of them. He's got two That's true. Anyway. That's how you use them, Dave. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> we gotta get, we got to get into this story. All right. Um, the, so, oh, the Halo 2 tagline is Earth will never be the same, of course. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. So uh, Halo 2, when you get going, uh, the first quote-unquote mission, uh, it's called the Heretic. It's really just a cutscene. But again, with the new graphics, it is just shocking how much better they are and how awesome and, and beautiful it looks. Um yeah, they, they remade all of the cutscenes in this. Yeah, well, and not just skinned over it. They right. legit like remade them. Mm-hmm. Yep, completely redid it. Well, it's cool because in the Master Chief collection, you can switch between, like in the first one, you can switch between the old and the, the anniversary graphics. But in this one, you can do it during the cutscenes. 
which is pretty cool because you can see how drastically different they are. But it, it will show you that, like like you said, Blaine, it's not a layover. It's completely new because if you do switch, the timing is a little off. They're not like right on top of each other. Right. Yeah, they made the new one longer or they added to it. So mm-hmm. the, the voice lines you would think would line up if you're swapping between the two. But it's, yeah, it's almost like they've pretty much just played two videos on top of each other and you're just kind of switching tabs between them. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the new and improved version is just in every way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so they good. They re-recorded all of the music from the original soundtrack so it, it sounds 10 years better than when it, than when they had the original so yeah the the graphics that surprised me right away just how much more i liked especially with how i didn't like the halo 1 uh, anniversary remake how right. better these are that surprised me and then i thought it was really cool but also in the anniversary edition they added an additional i mean so they're all brand new like we said but there's also an additional one right at the beginning which actually is a, uh, a peek forward to Halo 5, uh, where you mm-hmm. see the, the Arbiter, I believe it's the Arbiter, yep. um, talking to Jameson Locke, who is the other, I guess, the main character of Halo 5, the other half of Halo 5. Um, we'll, we'll, get get that. we'll get to that later. Um, but it's kind of cool. There's a quick cutscene there, and it kind of talks about, or, you know, it's, um, you know, the Arbiter is basically talking about you know, um, what's his last line? He was indeed my enemy, but in the time, in a, in time, I named him ally, even friend. The events which forged this bond were, and then it kind of fades out, complicated. And then mm-hmm. we get into Halo 2. It starts off actually in high charity. And so, again, more surprising. You're not looking at Master Chief right away. You're looking at Covenant. And it kind of shows the... Joe's halo is destroyed, the wreckage of the ring, and it zooms on, zooms in on this elite kind of being, um, I guess not being drug at that point, but he's walking through a you know, whole crowd of Covenant yelling at him, and they're basically the, the high prophets, which we he- heard about in the first game, we finally see for the first time, um, like these old looking kind of wormy dudes on these floating platforms. Um, they're basically acting as judges and saying that it was this elite's job to protect Halo and it's his fault for not stopping um, the demon, as they're called, Master Chief. So they kind of pin it all on him. Um, at the same time, so right after this, it kind of cuts over and it shows Master Chief and you're kind of trying out your new armor and you kind of go through your, you know, look up, look down, get your controls figured out. Um, and then Sergeant Johnson comes in and he's all in his, his dress whites and you're talking. Um, it's kind of cool. Cause if you remember at Halo and Halo one, Sergeant Johnson is on the ring when you take off and the ship blows up. And I like how they kind of call back to like, wait a second, shouldn't you be dead? When the guy in the armory looks at him and says, uh, so how did he get off that ring? And he just, kind of laughs and says, well, it's classified. Uh, <laughs> Just to kind of pretty... wave away the, the legendary ending, and then, you know, anytime you saw him die yep. <laughs> with your yep. own eyes, because, like, he was just another expendable mar- Marine at that time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I love that they 
I love that they kind of address that head on. Yeah. Because instead of people being like, oh, he's supposed to be dead. It's a flaw. They're just like, yeah, we get it, but he's back because he's awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> it's, That's exactly it. It's really good. Like in um, uh, Iron Man 2? Yeah, I was three. just going to say that. <laughs> Where Rowdy is, uh, you know, played by a different actor altogether. Mm. And so it's just like, you know, Tony Stark turns around and goes, you? And he's like, yeah, it's me. This is who I am. Deal with it. And it's like, he's <laughs> practically looking into the camera as he says it. Yep. As in just saying, yeah, it's a different actor. <laughs> Deal with it. Like, let's move on. Yep. You have right now to internalize <laughs> this and we're moving on. Yep. Uh, it's so good. I just, again, it's from the beginning. It's kind of adding in that, that layer of humor uh, to the Halo games, which is really, really great. Um. And I, so I really like these two, the, the two cuts, the first two, the heretic and the armory, They're basically cutscenes. There's a little bit of moving around in the armory. Hmm. Um, but I, what I really like about these is there, it keeps cutting back between this elite that wasn't able to stop Master Chief blowing a payload and he gets essentially convicted to death because of it. Um, he's being tortured in front of everyone uh, by brutes. Which is the first time we see the brutes. I think they're mentioned in Halo One. I don't think so. No, I don't know if they ever are. Maybe not. But anyway, this is the first time we see them. They are. They look exactly like the name brute makes you think they look. They're like giant apes, gorillas. kind of yeah, gorillas, um, real brutish, and they're kind of drag them, tear his armor off, and then they they're torturing him. But kind of while this is happening, it's cutting back to Master Chief is getting awards and congratulated, and he's there's a lot of praise, and he actually enters in like a big um, hall where Lord Hood, kind of the, the head of the the NSC, is you know giving him medals, and then it cuts back, and the elite is getting tortured more, and it's I, I like the the contrast between the two of them. Yeah, the the juxtaposition of yeah, it's one is being celebrated, one is being condemned because they failed, and you know they are so very tied together because they were on the ring together, and um, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. which even though they don't run into each other at all, you know, well, mm-hmm. you would assume yeah. anyway. In the first one, yeah, it's it's cool. It's UNSC. I don't know what I said. UNSC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so everything's going good, and then it cuts over to, um, to back to Master Chief, and alarms start going off. You just got your medals. Oh, and you see—is it Miranda Keys? Yeah, be Captain Keys's daughter. Yep, accepting yep. a medal for accepting Captain the Keys. medal for key her. Yeah, her dad, Captain Keys, who. Uh, as we know, unfortunately, got super flooded and then his face punched in mm-hmm. uh, at Halo 1. Hopefully she doesn't know about <laughs> right. all those details. Um, and then alarms start going off. Everything's bad. And we start into Cairo Station, which is the first real mission of the campaign. And so you're on, they call it the um, Earth Defense Orbital System, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. And Basically, these big old space stations that are giant uh, map guns that can put a hole through a Covenant battle cruiser is what they yep. say. And there's a bunch of them surrounding Earth, and alarms start going off, 
and I, suddenly there's a bunch of Covenant ships appearing out of slip space, right, right, right on top of them. So it's everyone gets your battle stations, and it's time to party again. Uh, so just like in the Halo One first mission, you're on a spaceship, and the Covenant are boarding the ship. Uh, they should really figure out better ways to keep you know aliens out of space stations. But well, also I'd like to point out a, a funny thing of the the Covenant. They all appear right uh, right outside the range of all the Mac cannons because there's there's multiple of these. Basically, just giant gun satellites to defend mm-hmm. Earth, mm-hmm. but like in space, I can't help but feel guns wouldn't have a range. Like the the bullet, whatever you know, <laughs> munition they're firing, wouldn't yeah. it just keep going? Like, I think so. This is I, future space plan. I okay, that's that is very true. <laughs> I, yes, and maybe I you know there probably is if you read a book or. I really dig into it, but it's I just I kind of roll my eyes at them like, hang on, just shoot at them though, just cause like you never know. Well, you see, Blaine, the gravitational pull on the sun sucks the <laughs> the the rounds right back into Earth. I yeah. just imagine Sergeant Johnson is looking at you, just going, "It's confidential." <laughs> yeah, that's classified. <laughs> yep, that's classified. <laughs> Except it, they're out of range. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hmm. But yeah, so yeah, they they jump in out of range. Um, but then also they're boarding the ship, so not quite sure how that works. I guess the the main ships are out of range. Yeah, the big um, Covenant ships, and they send all yeah. their little drop ships to. Yep, and so they send little drop ships in, and so you start out. And one of the really cool things that they did, I, I don't remember liking it as much, and maybe I won't use it as I go through the campaign more, but I used it a lot just because it was different, was dual wielding as a thing. So you can hold two guns, one in each hand, and fire them individually. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. I just, I really enjoy grabbing an SMG and a plasma rifle and comboing the Covenant and the human weapons together. I know the SMG is not really that good, but it's just a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know it, if, if you guys did that. But I did that mm-hmm. a whole lot through Cairo Station. Oh yeah, I uh, I got my fill. Um, but yeah, the SMG is yeah submachine gun, uh, basically meant to replace the assault rifle, and I think it essentially is almost the assault rifle in a one to one kind of capacity. It's more of a bullet hose. Yeah, shoots yep. a lot of little bullets real fast, and so then yeah. you get to have two of them, and so yeah, it's you get to be a buzzsaw at that point. You can. If on easier difficulties, you can clear entire rooms just holding down both triggers, which is a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. I would use a plasma pistol and I would like fully charge it, and then you could just wreck elites. Yep. I, I yep. went with uh, plasma rifle and SMG. So it's. I kept forgetting that the plasma rifle was a dual wieldable weapon. Yeah. Yep. And it's so good. You combo those together and you can just shred. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's, it's really, really good. Um, yeah, so you're, you're dual wheeling, you're a buzzsaw, you're tearing through these Covenant uh, that are coming in. And you make it to uh, a hangar bay. We kind of go through the ship. It's cool because it's the, the defense system. It's clearly meant for like the people here are here for a long time, right? It's not a, it's not like a ship where it's 
transportation slash weaponry. It's a, I mean, it's a giant gun, but there's it's also like a space like, station. Yeah, and there's plants and like living quarters and, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which is really cool. You know, looking out into space, but then you're also in green rooms. Um, I liked how they did that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so you fight through these different layers of the ship, and you get to a hangar bay, and it's not a cut scene, so you can miss it if you're not looking. But they, I forgot the names of the the ships, but basically you're looking out, and one of the defense stations mm-hmm. explodes with no warning, just blows up. And this is obviously not good since this was supposed to be Earth's main defense and their new shiny defense toy. And Cortana says this one, I think it's the second one. Cortana says that it came from the inside. I think it's the second one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you yeah. blow it up. So you're trying to figure out, okay, what happened? I keep fighting. And then yeah, another hangar and you can look out and watch the second one blow up. And Cortana tells you, analyzing that blast came from the inside of it. The covenant uh, dropped up a bomb. And so you figure out, okay, if they, that's what they sent in all the little ships. If they did that to the other two, there's definitely a bomb on Cairo. So you have to go find the bomb because you don't really want to blow up in space mm-hmm. or anywhere for that matter. So you're, I think she locates the bomb and you're, Finding more, it's really cool also because you get to go outside. I don't remember why you have to go outside, but you do. Yeah, and that's just really, a shortcut. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you just take a shortcut across the, the ship. And there's elites on jetpacks, which are pretty fun because you get to shoot them and they kind of float away. Um, oh, also, I can't believe we went this far without talking about it. You get the battle rifle, which is the other new gun. Yeah. Uh, new games and it's so good it's a um dmr rifle there's a three round burst and it is awesome it is so it basically good. replaces the pistol from halo one yep yep um but it just makes more sense because yeah they did nerf the pistol well they, they have a magnum but it's more of like a little pea shooter sidearm that yeah you can do a wield but um it does not one hit kill <laughs> it's pretty bad. I remember the first time I played it and I found the pistol. I was like, oh, finally. And I kept trying to use it. And then I realized, man, this is not good. Yep. <laughs> I definitely is... I definitely remember that too, where it's like, yep. yeah, I'm going to get back to my familiar pistol and I'm going to use that. And no, 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 no. They, I don't know. I, I think it is supposed to be a different pistol. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of the pistols on the Pillar of Autumn were the, the Magnum, you know, God Slayers, but they all blew up when the Pillar of Autumn blew up. So, <laughs> and, all and, and the plans to make them were right yep. there too. So no one knows how to remake them. Yep, yep. they were gone. Yeah, actually, uh, Captain Keys owned the prototype for it. Or oh, the, that's what it was. Yeah, yep. and he handed it to you right away. Yep. <laughs> so couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you get the battle rifle, which is really fun to shoot the elites when you're outside with. Uh, you work your way through the station. Uh, this is also where you get introduced to drones. Oh which my god! I completely forgot about these things. They're like just bugs that mm-hmm. fly up and buzz around, and they have plasma pistols. But there's swarms of them, and they can kill you actually pretty quick on heroic. They're annoying. <laughs> I completely forgot about them. Yeah, like, one 
Oh, go ahead. I was going to say one thing I noticed is that I died a lot more in in this game versus Halo 1 um just on like annoying little enemies. Yep. Um yep. in like Halo 1 the only annoying little enemies there were were grunts and you would never really die to the grunts. But here it's like Okay, grunts are killing me. Uh, fuck, and then I died. Or like, uh, there's like six drones, and they're I can't I can't get them because I'm a slow old person, and then they kill me like two or three times, and it's just like God damn. There's you just get you you get melted in heroic. Um, yeah. But they also got rid of the the health pack health system. Yep. It is it is a modern game. You have you have shields. You take damage. After your shields go away, you have a certain amount of like unknown health, um, but your screen doesn't turn red, um, right. like like games do nowadays. Like so you don't realize by Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So. so you don't really know how close you are to death. You just kind of die, which is yeah. a little annoying. Yeah. Kind of surprises you. Yeah, because you can hide behind a box, and you're like, okay, let me pop out and get this last guy, and then. You, you know, you take one plasma bolt and then you're dead. Yep. But when your f- shields fully recharge, you're back at full health again, which is it. Is that how that works? Actually, I because I swear, like start of the mission, run around your shield breaks and you get shot a whole bunch and like you mm-hmm. hide and your shield recharges and you pop out again and you start shooting. And then it feels like three. Once your shield breaks, it feels like three shots and you're dead. Like. It seems like you die so much faster. Uh, I I feel like the the hidden health bar charges slower than what I want it to, but that's that's a total feeling, and I'm probably way off. I think that's in your head. Okay. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it takes a full recharge of the shield, and I just don't fully recharge. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're just not patient enough. The <laughs> shield be. bar appears to change color slightly to reflect the player's health. Oh, health recharges with a player's shields. Okay. No. Oh. This is canonically explained by the presence of biofoam injectors in the Mjolnir armor. <laughs> so after a while, Master Chief is just ninety-nine percent biofoam, just <laughs> big old foamy guy running around. Yep, foam okay. monster. <laughs> There is a so Halo Three is a bit more like what you're thinking though, boy. And we'll get to that when we get to it. Oh, all right, all right. Quit trying to jump ahead. Sorry, sorry. I I got on the wiki for health and Halo (laughs) games, and apparently it works slightly different in almost every game. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't found the right formula yet. (laughs) Play with it. But you know, I think you're definitely right. I, this this one, I died a lot more to the small things. And it, it's kind of, I don't know, right away it tells you this is going to be a difficult game at this, you know, at, at Heroic. You're not just going to walk through it kind of like we did in the first one, mm-hmm. which, which I like. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. This is the second hardest difficulty. It, it should be challenging. Um, case in point, when you make your way all the way through Cairo Station, the the last room you're in, there's a whole lot of elites and grunts. I think, I guess, I only died maybe once or twice here, but it was a really good, long firefight. 
kind of taking out that final group that that's guarding the bomb. Mm. I don't know about you guys, how, what you thought, if you got to do that easier or not, but it took me a little bit. Pretty easy. Actually, it was one of the easier ones that I, I think I stuck one of the elites and it blew up two of them. And then that was like oh, half sure. the people. I feel like I had a similar situation to the, toward the end of Ma, where it's like the elites popped out in the elevator. I just, I died a couple times. I just didn't have any grenades. I was hmm. low on ammo. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I had a little bit rougher time, but it wasn't like, I don't know. wasn't that bad. Yeah. I was saying it wasn't awful, but yeah, I, just, I remember, I think I only did once, you know, twice max, but yeah, it was, it was a decent firefight to, to take them all out. Yep. And then there's this really mean looking bomb. It's huge and purple and has spikes coming out of it, and you got to run up there. And he puts his hand on it because you got Cortana with, and she turns it off. And he says, How much time do we have left? She goes, You don't want to know. <laughs> and I don't remember how it kind of comes up, but he asks uh, if he has permission to leave the station over the comms to uh, Lord Hood. And this is where maybe the best line of all the Halo games comes. Says, I don't know. He did say. I need a weapon. That's true. Yep. That's true. Okay, one of, we'll say one of the top lines of the, of the series. He has um, a lot more one-liners in this game. Much more, Master Chief. To give the Covenant back their bomb. Hmm. It's really cool. It's so good, because it. I love the look, especially the remastered version. Lord Hood is like, what the hell is this guy talking about? He wants to leave the station? Like, what for? To give the Covenant back their bomb. And he's like, Oh shit! Okay, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, <laughs> you, you crazy bastard! I'm gonna just let you do your thing. Go do it. Like, so you, you, <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's so good, especially the remastered, because he kind of like, gives a little look, like, sure, yeah, <laughs> go do it. But you drag it to an airlock. He, he punches open the airlock. Everything starts sucking out into space, and you can see this giant Covenant ship kind of below. And I think the last thing as the bomb starts sliding is Cortana goes, what if you miss? And he just says, I won't. And then grabs on one of the spikes and shoots out into space. And this whole like firefight thing that you're floating past is, is really cool. Fucking cool. Everything's blowing up. There's a bunch of bullets and you're just kind of floating through all of it. You're dodging ships. Well, not really dodging, you're just missing ships. Yep. And you fall right into uh, looks like, like a reactor bay, basically, of this giant Covenant battlecruiser. And you put your hand back on it. Cortana lights it up. You see the little light starts ticking, and he jumps off it to get out. And you're floating away, and then the entire thing blows up from the inside. Yeah. You, you, you skipped over the part where you're, you're falling toward the ship. You can see the ship off in the distance. And you're falling toward it. Or, you know, this is all in a cutscene, but mm-hmm. and then another ship kind of another covenant ship comes out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, maybe we're aiming for that one. And then you're getting closer and closer. All of a sudden, two longbow human ships come and they blow a hole in that ship, oh, and yeah. you fly through that ship to deliver the bomb to the ship that you originally saw. Like, it's just <laughs> it's it's stupid fun. Like it. I, I love yeah. the, the, it's such an action, like, oh yeah, how can we make this better? He flies through a blowing up ship to deliver a bomb to a different ship. Like, <laughs> it, it's so perfect. And especially, yeah, with the, the new 
version, the the graphics on it are so much better. And I found myself like, especially when I first started, I'm like, it starts out on the the remastered version. I was like, oh yeah, this is how I remember it. And then I click yeah. back to the old version. I go, oh, hang on, this is garbage. <laughs> yeah. This is not very good. And then I go back to the new version. It's like, no, this is yeah, this is exactly what it looked like in my head you know, 15, 16 years ago when I right. first saw it. Like, this is how the the fidelity of all the, the graphics looked at that time to me in my brain. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and so for them to kind of, like, capture that and, and do it right, I, I don't know. I, I just, I love it for for what, you know, all that it's worth. Yeah. It's so good. So, so yeah, you jump off, you're flying toward Earth, and you're kind of trying to figure out, okay, now what's up? And the in amber-clad which is Miranda Keys' ship with Sergeant Johnson on board, flies underneath, and then it kind of cuts to them on the bridge, and you hear a loud thud. And then <laughs> Sergeant Johnson delivers one of his many, many uh, funny lines. For a brick, he flew pretty good. And then yeah. Chief, get inside, gear up. We're taking this fight to the surface. And for the first time in Halo, you are heading to Earth. And it's really fun. God, this mission was fun. It just kicks off the whole game. I just was so excited from the jump. From the second I picked up the two guns, like this is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's it's a really perfect mirror of what Halo One's first mission was too. You know, yep. you're you're fighting through a human ship, fighting off Covenant invaders, and then you're going to go down to the surface. Like it it follows that same formula, and so you know you could say, oh, you're repeating the same thing but there's a there's a beauty in that too of yeah going back to they're throwing back to what you know original halo was yep circular like a ring the ring (laughs) yeah so it's like halo one but yeah it's it's like the first one but they're also better (laughs) and they just say yep same (laughs) game but it's better buckle up right we're heading to earth so then, all right. So then, the second mission, heading to Earth. The, I don't know the second true mission. Um, uh, so you land on Earth, and it's a, a pretty cool cutscene of you're flying with some Marines, um, and yeah, you're you're kind of dropping in a hot zone, and it's you know recommend mission abort kind of a thing. They go, no, no, we're we're going in. Get tactical Marines, and I, I don't know. I always love that line too. Yeah, hoorah. That's something yep. I always like repeat when it's just like, yeah, we're gonna die. Get tactical marines. Like it's 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 really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get shot down by a big four-legged monster robot thing uh, that the Covenant are using called a Scarab. Has a big laser. I don't know. Big yeah. laser on the front. Um, and it's kind of the new big boss. Like oh cool, how are we going to fight that kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you crash, and then uh, let's see. Yeah, you, you kind of you, you're stranded with a bunch of Marines in this courtyard is kind of how it starts out, this mission. Um, and the, the cool part about this mission is there's a lot of buildings around, and if you're really good at jumping and you have a lot of time on your hands, you can kind of figure out ways to get out of the mission or get out of the 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 level and so yeah. you can kind of run around on the roof, rooftops and the other cool thing is they the creators put a lot of easter eggs up there they put skulls they put uh energy sword that you can use um 
there's just a lot of little Easter eggs uh, all around, which is a really kind of fun addition to this game. But my one minor complaint with this is it's it's more linear than, say, the second mission of Halo. Sure. Is titled Halo, where that one was like, hey, look, look at this wide open world we created. Awesome, great, drive a warthog around, go through big tunnels. Like, this was more, hey, you're kind of contained in small buildings and you're going from point A to point B, and there really isn't necessarily, you can flank this way or you can flank this way. If you find this hidey hole here, you can jump over here. Like, it's, it is a lot more linear that way. But yeah, you you end up fighting in a courtyard, uh, killing waves of enemies. Uh, mm-hmm. Hunters come out, and then Sergeant has a line of, there's some hunters, let, let Chief show you how it's done. And I like that part, because I still had a sniper rifle. And so the, the <laughs> hunters, they kick down a door, and then they strut out. Like, they're, they're fully stood up, they're not hunched over like they normally are. They got their chest puffed out. Yep, they got their chest puffed out. They're like, hey, we're here to kick some ass. But with the sniper rifle, it was just two shots and they were dead. And so it really was kind of like it, it, it really worked with the, the conversation that Sarge is like, you know, let, let the chief show you how it's done. And before he was even finished saying that, they were already dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, maybe if you guys had a harder time with that, but I use um, the I use the mounted turret, the, 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 the small oh, yeah. turret that was right there. Yep. And it just rips through them too. I remember thinking, man, okay, this is going to be kind of tough because it it's a little bit of a, a fight to that point, and then I just tore through them. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really fun. It was still really good. Yep. So then, uh, so after that, you, you kind of go through that the door that they kicked down um, into the infamous sniper alley, and oh. I would say this is the hardest. <laughs> area of all the Halo games on Legendary. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's very little margin for error. Right. I don't know if it's the hardest. But I would say it's yeah. hard. So with the Sniper Alley comes your introduction to, well, I suppose in the, the courtyard they already introduced uh, uh the, jackals. The, the jackal snipers mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's jackals with sniper rifles and on heroic they'll shoot you and break your shield and i think about one or two plasma shots will kill you but you can survive and hide behind something or shoot back but on legendary it kills you in one shot right. and they're in this sniper alley there's a total of 22 of these snipers and so oh. <laughs> it's it's less of an activity of reaction and more of you need to play it enough times that you're playing connect the dots that you need to pull around this corner shoot here move over here shoot here move over here shoot here like you have to have a pattern down that you've developed after dying a thousand times in this sniper alley because you otherwise you're you're just dying instantly after every shot mm-hmm um so it's it, it. I don't know why they made it tuned it so difficult. Maybe it really was to be like this is just our stupid, you know, impossible challenge kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, There's also I, the introduction of the beam rifle though, which mm, is really because yep. cool. the, the, the jackals using sniper rifles, but it's not the um, UNSC sniper rifle. It's uh, a beam rifle, which is really mm-hmm. cool 
because there's not any reload, just like the other Covenant weapons. It's just a charge. And so you can fire rapidly, but then it'll overheat. And I really like the beam rifle a whole ton. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it more than the original one, but it's it's really fun. It's a really really cool addition. All the new weapons I think are are, are really fun, minus I guess the pistol, but that was kind of needed. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it definitely changed. I don't know multiplayer. The uh, sniper's mode you could play, and I think you spawned with both the original sniper and the new sniper, and it it was a fifty fifty split for me. Where sometimes it was nice being able to just double tap people, but if you missed your second shot, then you're just dead yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. This is also, uh, stacking up new weapons, this is all the, also the first time when you see an elite running at you with an energy sword. And you kill him, and the sword doesn't go away. Yeah, you can <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up, and you yeah. can lunge at people, and oh my goodness, this is fun. The lunge is ridiculous. You can be, I think you can be, yeah, you can be jumping in midair and you can hit it and you'd still launch at people. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so much fun. I don't know if you guys use the sword much, but as soon as I had it, I just used it on everyone. Just, I, I know it's not very tactical, but man, it's a good time. <laughs> I lunged at one uh, sniper and then got shot in the back and died from another sniper. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> they they give it to you in the worst, most inopportune time when you're trying yeah. to shoot snipers. They give you a point blank weapon. I yep. still used it the whole time. I had yeah. that and a beam rifle, and that's how I <laughs> cleared out this section. Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember as a kid in Halo One having dreams of wishing I could pick up the you know the energy sword because. Man, that that was so badass. And then, yeah, they gave it to you in this game, and it, it's a good addition for sure. It, mm-hmm. it it's just the coolness factor of it is phenomenal. Um, it's also super effective. Although every yeah. once in a while, if you can if you miss your lunge just a little bit, I think you still kind of hit the elites, but it doesn't kill them. I don't quite know what goes on where it can kind of throw you off, and then they just punch the crap out of you. Yeah, they just beat you down. <laughs> It's and I, I actually I really like that because it's it's refreshing that like okay Master Chief is this you know seven foot tall super soldier, but there's this alien that's bigger and if it still comes down to just straight up punching, it's gonna beat the crap out of you. <laughs> right. And there's hundreds of them, and it's, I, I really like how they can just pummel you to death. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, in the books, I know they emphasize like the actual strength of elites and the tenacity of grunts and all that kind of stuff. Where you might not get that in the games, but it, that's a really great point, Dave. Where yeah, these these things you're killing are freaking ginormous and incredibly strong. That uh, yeah, it's impressive that Master Chief is able to go toe to toe with them in general, but also yeah, kill hundreds of them. Yeah. So then, let's see, you get done with the uh, sniper alley, um, and a, a Marine pulls up in a Warthog. And would you look at that, a Marine is driving a Warthog. Yeah. Uh, something that didn't happen in the original Halo. And so then, you, Master Chief, playing by yourself, you can jump in the gunner. 
and the guy will drive you around. Did you guys partake in that? Yep. Uh, a little bit. Yep. It was okay. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, you can jump in and it's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it is just okay. <laughs> it's just okay. They they did their best. And I mean, I, I, for again, 2004, the, your AI pathing and the goal that they're trying to predict what the human wants to do. You know, I think they did a good job. They basically overall. just try to follow where you're aiming. Yeah. Which can be annoying when there's ghosts zipping around you and they're driving one way and you're trying to aim and then like they overshoot and they run into stuff all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a good way to get frustrated if you try and do it too long. Yeah. But in small doses, especially the first time you can do it, again, it's like an energy snort sword in Sniper Alley. It's just a good time. <laughs> I, yeah, it was fun until I died, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to drive now. I think I did the same thing. I We rode around for a while until it's just like we were getting shot at from every direction, and I couldn't, yeah, kill the the sniper that was 10 miles away. Because the guy wouldn't get close enough, so I was like, "All right, we're just—I'm taking over this time." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, relatively quickly, yep. <laughs> just assume control because you're not going to get anywhere otherwise. Yeah. So then uh, you get to go. Uh, you take the warthog, and you're kind of fighting on a beach. Oh man, um, I love the beach. The beach—it's great. Hope you packed a suit, mate. There's the the Australian guy that somehow survives too. I don't know. <laughs> they just wanted to bring back the, the favorite voice actors. I don't know. Did they bring back act, the actual Mendoza voice actor, or was it just a mm, different maybe. Mexican guy? <laughs> anyway, those are a couple of our two favorites. Um, but yeah, you you cruise around on the beach shooting Covenant, and then you kind of go into a tunnel, I don't know, highway tunnel system. Um, and it's... It's fun. Uh, you can you're you're driving along these long highways. It seemed like it was just it was this a hidden loading screen kind of a thing at times uh, where you're driving down a long tunnel and nothing is happening. Mm. Could be. Could have been. Could have been. I you know you start to wonder on some of these things where it's like this is how they hide you know loading screens. They just kind of plop a long tunnel with not a lot of data in it and they can load the upcoming area yeah in that i don't know um but it, it was fun it, i ended up jumping out of the warthog or the warthog died or whatever and i got into a ghost and even on heroic you can just buzz past all the things that are stopping to shoot at you or trying to stop yeah. you i ended up doing a lot of that yeah oh no i, cl- I killed everything <laughs> I, I killed everything in the top the ghosts melt face in this game. Yeah, they do. Um, they're way more effective than they were in Halo 1. Um, yeah. So you could... You can also hijack ghosts, which is oh, so yeah. cool. You kick right. them off, steal their ghosts from them. They introduced yeah, hijacking in this game, uh, which is really cool for multiplayer, because, yeah, you really can... The guy jumping at you, if you jump and time it right, you can steal his ghost. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, so you go through the tunnel and come out the other side. Oh yeah, one of the times, freaking the uh, you meet up with like another warthog, mm-hmm. 
driven by Marines. That killed me. It, like I like jumped out. I'm like, hey guys, I'm here. And they just ran me right the hell over. It was like they did not even slow down. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they're not they're not here to pick me up. They're just doing their own thing. There is one part where you're driving through these tunnels and it's like you run into what seems like a Covenant resupply caravan. Yep. And you just like are driving alongside of these uh like troop transport um hovercraft things and your buddies on the gun are just ripping them sh- shells through them and blowing them up it's kind of cool yeah yeah which i wish i still had the warthog at that point because i had the ghost mm. and actually right i think right at the start of that my ghost was almost dead like to the point where i got off of it when I, there was someone shooting at me and it blew up so I killed them, and then I had to do like the last portion of this on foot. Oh, <laughs> it's so far to go, and yeah. like I can see this caravan in front. I'm just like, oh, there's a ghost. Just wait, let me blow you up and steal your. Ghost. I it made my my warthog blew up right at the end there, and I was gonna um, walk it, and then I was like, oh my god, this is gonna take forever. So I just turned around and died. I killed myself. <laughs> no, I walked it. it. Made the last part very difficult too, where they stop because there's a decent amount of things there, and so you kind of had to had to wait till the ghost came at me, and then back up so nothing else was shooting, and then commandeer a ghost real quick without getting run over. I died a lot at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, in. Uh, I'm looking at the the, the Pedia, Halopedia here that's Cortana says, I've been analyzing the Covenant tactical chatter. They're surprised. They're confused. I don't think they expected us to be here. Not you and me. All of us. Humanity. On Earth. Odd, I know, but it does help explain why they came here with such a small fleet. Um, so it's yeah, the the fleet that like blows through the blockade is quote-unquote a small fleet. So it kind of goes to show also like the the Covenant's, I don't know, space superiority, how many ships they have and the technology they have is just so much better than the humans that even though they had, they came with a small fleet, they were still able to rip through and invade Earth relatively easy. Yeah, <laughs> right after the brand new orbital defense system was up and running. And stuff. Right, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, and they definitely have experience in glassing uh, human-populated planets. Mm-hmm. So, well, spoilers. Well, I mean, that's a prequel. <laughs> Pre spoilers? Is that a thing? I don't know. You see, you see it happen in one of yeah. these cutscenes already. But anyway, so on to the next level. So you pop out of that tunnel fades to white and then it's just like a uh, just a badass master chief just strolling up to some marines who are hunkered down down um at the end of this bridge and uh they're 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 sitting there talking about like how this scarab just went right past them they shot it with rockets and with 50 caliber snipers and it didn't do anything and then uh Sergeant Johnson is just like, well, here's a tank. So he drops a tank down and 
god damn so good um so good yeah so then cortana is like hey thanks for the tank you know he yeah. is master chief never gets me anything and then sergeant johnson just like gets up back in the pelican and just like cocks the huge machine gun in there and he goes oh i know what the lady is like <laughs> this is uh this is another good example too uh depending on your difficulty that you're playing he says a different line um and so i don't know i'm just gonna read like two of them here of on heroic it's when i joined the corpse we didn't have any fancy smancy tanks we had sticks two sticks and a rock for the whole platoon and we had to share the rock buck up boy you're one very lucky marine yeah <laughs> and on legendary it's Usually the good lord works in mysterious ways, but not today. This here is 66 tons of straight-up H.E. spew and divine invention. If God is love, then you can call me Cupid. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> the, the lines that they give this guy are phenomenal, and he delivers it just perfectly on every one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so good. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then it turns oh, out the lady's oh, like armor plating, grinding treads, and superior firepower. <laughs> if you yeah, if you're on uh, easy and normal, it's called the ladies like armor plating. If you're on heroic, it's called the ladies like grinding treads. And if you're on legendary, the the name of this is called ladies like superior firepower. Oh, okay. The actual little mission. Uh, yeah, like a little sub mission. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good little touch. I love yeah. It. So, yeah, it's great. So you, you hop in the tank, and then, like, the two Marines jump on. One's got a rocket launcher, and which is cool. And you just go across this, this huge bridge, and ghosts are just coming over the bridge trying to kill you. And you can just you can snipe them with your tank from, like, a million miles away. And then uh, a tank shows up and you, you blow up the tank and then these like covenant dropships start flanking you on your left and your right. And because the game figured out how to like, they figured out how to let you drive one direction and aim your gun turret. You can actually keep going down the bridge and you can aim left and right and shoot the dropships. It's like, yes, the tank controls you... are infinitely better. It's so, yeah. it's so much fun. And the, yeah. the tank shoots literally four Real times fast. faster. Uh, yep. On Halo CE, it was yeah, you shoot once and then it had little dots that would recharge, and I think it was one shot every four seconds or so. But this is probably once a second you can rip off a shot, mm -hmm. and it's it's so much more satisfying that way. It is, yeah. Absolutely. And like the the side cannon or whatever, like the machine gun thing, actually does damage, and it's <laughs> right. really it's nice. actually useful. Yeah. So the Scorpion is like way better in yep. this game than it, than it was in Halo One. Um, so yeah, you, you're just like destroying, um, ghosts and tanks and then the dropships, if you blow up their little, all of their like turrets that are on them, they fly away. Otherwise they come and they drop more tanks on the, on the bridge and then banshees come out at you at some point. So you're just like shooting things up in the air and on the ground and giant tanks It's really cool. Um, also, I really like the like the noise that the ghosts make. If you blow them up, they um, they kind of sit there and smolder on fire for a little bit, and then they'll like they'll they'll do a, like a little second explosion. And the noise that it makes is just like this distorted like rock guitar, like wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, it's yeah. 
Yeah, it's satisfying every time. It really um, is. And as yep. soon as I heard that again, like it, <laughs> it's a hit of dopamine or something. Like it just it brings back childhood memories of playing this game because it's mm. it's a sound I've heard a thousand times before, and here it is again. You drive your your scorpion. You get to the end of the bridge. You go into a tunnel. Uh, there are a lot of tunnels in this. It might have been to hide loading screens, but like again, you just kind of you you blow up more ghosts, more wraiths, um, and then you you eventually you have to um, get out of your um, out of your tank. And oh my god! So they like try to barricade the tunnel with like flipped over trucks and whatever, and then and then like there's very clearly a ramp that you're supposed to walk up, um, but it looks like you could get the tank up there. Um, but the marine, there's like at this point, there's a couple more marines. They're also on the ramp, um, so I ran them over trying to get my tank up there, and then I got my tank wedged. So then the other Marines who were supposed to help that I didn't run over couldn't figure out how to get past the tank. So then this fight where you're supposed to have like three or four other Marines, it's just you. And I was like, oh shit. Um, so that's why you didn't find Donna. Cause that's, she's like one of the Marines that you probably ran over from the start. <laughs> was she yeah. the one who tried to give you a shotgun? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. her. Yeah. I did die. And then I like, it, the checkpoint was like right before I ran over all the Marines. So I was able to, she gave me a shotgun because okay. it's tight quarters. Uh, but yeah, so you go, you go in and, you know, more fighting sniper jackals and in the, in the tunnels now. And there's, there was like one real sneaky invisible elite who was like hiding in the corner behind some boxes. So you would like run past him and you wouldn't know he was there. But if you stand still long enough, he'll sneak up behind you and get you with a sword. <laughs> uh, so he got me a couple of times just because I wasn't really paying attention. And then, uh, like, every time after that, I'd, I grabbed the shotgun and I turned right around the corner of the box. And he isn't even invisible if you, like, just know where he is and you get to him. And you shoot him in the face and he dies. And it was very satisfying. Um, so this is... This is a part where um, I distinctly remember if you killed one of the ghosts, or not the ghosts, the the banshees, without yep. blowing it up somehow, you um, you could drive the banshee through this tunnel, and then there was this there's this part where there was just like a lone jackal sitting in this in sort of like smokestack ventilation thing, um, and if you flew the banshee up through that you could then basically like kind of break out of the map similar to the previous level and you could fly your banshee up to the top of a building where there was a giant soccer ball i believe yep and um and then there was a plasma rifle sitting on top of a a, a cone like a like a construction cone and and it was uh it it was like a plasma rifle, but it shot out the scarab cannon, which was fantastic. Um, so yeah, another some more Easter eggs for you. Um, so there. many fun Easter eggs. Yeah, I think but, you had to get hey, you to follow you into the tunnel, didn't you? That's well, yeah, yeah, that was probably what it was. And then you hijack it. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, 
Um, I digress. So you, um, yeah. So you would you would kill off those uh, that group of um, covenant, and there you would get a couple of those beam rifle plasma rifles, and then you go out and there's this like big open area where um, there's some marines and a and a a new type of warthog, a, a gas cannon warthog, where instead of a chain gun, it fires these like I guess you know like a gas cannon thing where it shoots out these big slugs that explode. Um, Could you use a gun, chief? Yeah, you could use a gun. Did you guys take advantage of that? I did, and then I was like, oh my god, this thing sucks. Yeah, it was more of the same of like. Uh, the, he's doing okay, but like again, they're way far away. Just get a little bit closer, dude. They're sniping at us. Like, yeah, I used him in the first room. I stayed on the on the gun, but then he wouldn't leave. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would happen too. And then I took over for the second one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'd similar. Like, I I kept getting shot at by snipers riding on this thing so i just got out and then shot all the snipers and then kicked the dude out of the driver's seat and uh yeah it was way easier did you guys find like so it's supposed to be like a goss rifle and that's like a hyper accelerated bullet right like that's pretty Mm -hmm. much what it is right but like yeah it was it still had like a travel time that was slower than what your sniper rifle is (laughs) yeah which is so weird, and like I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but it seemed like when the the marine wouldn't drive close enough to the the wraiths that were sitting, you know, two hundred yards away, like I was trying to shoot them, and my bullets were either just going through them, or it was such a weird, like, glitchy I kind could, of a thing. I could never tell where my bullets were going when I was yeah. firing it. Right, yeah, like I, the, the bones of the game, too. Yeah, didn't totally recognize or wasn't like optimized to have that rendering distance or I don't know what, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But it, it's still, it's a really fun gun though. Cause it, it shoots super fast and it, it basically one shots anything. Any, like, you can unit. Hit it. Yeah. If you can actually hit the thing you're aiming at. Yeah. Um, and it'll rip into other tanks and vehicles pretty hard too. I think it just about flips ghosts in one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's that's I find it way more effective to have um, one of the AI Marines on it because they can actually hit things that they're aiming at. Right. Um, but yeah, so you you get to kind of like test that out, uh, and then eventually you get. It's not even that far. You just kind of go into a building, uh, or yeah, I take it back. You drive to this sort of city block area where there's like two or three tanks, uh, wraiths, um, that you have to kill. And this part is annoying if you have the AI driving because they'll just like circle around the block for some dumb reason or like stand as far or drive as far away from the tanks as possible and not get any closer. Um, I was driving on this part and my gunner died quickly that would be annoying and i was just kind of driving my warthog around you should have hijacked a wraith right i I should have i thought about that i think i tried once and then it blew me up and i was like i'm not gonna do that again (laughs) 
but yeah, it made it a little more difficult without a, anyone on the gun. Yeah. <laughs> so you you blow up all these wraiths. You go inside of like this command post building that they were trying to get into, and basically you go up to the top, and there's you you see the scarab is like facing you down, and there's this scarab tank that you got to drive at the beginning, uh, you know, facing off against the the scarab, and you're like, oh hell yeah, the the uh, um, the scorpion tank is definitely gonna blow up this scarab because I just whooped ass with it. Um, and it just gets like one shot by the giant uh, scarab, um, and then and then the scarab just kind of like climbs over the building on top of you, and it's like oh shit! So then you like follow it up Can you get the tower. Step- hmm. Can you get stepped on? Hmm. I don't think so. It definitely knocks over some shit that run like falls on top of you. I think. I feel like you can get stepped on. Oh, uh, I think it just straight up kills you. I think you can. I'm trying to remember too. I almost got stepped. If you can get stepped on, I almost got stepped on. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, you climb some buildings, uh, and, and then you get up to this like sort of uh, walkway between two buildings, um, and now you're like basically shooting down on top of the scarab and there's like little covenant, uh, you know, elites and grunts running around on it. They're shooting back at you. And, uh, you know, then it, the, it find you know, the, the covenant find out that they basically got into this like dead end between tall buildings. So it, it can't turn around. So then, uh, Cortana's like, we're going to have to board the scarab. So then you, uh, you jump on, onto the scarab tank and, it's just full of, especially on heroic. It's full of um, elites and all you know, like the the super high level grunts and and like the shitty red elites, which are I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but like yeah. there are different ranks of enemies. So you've got like your your bog standard grunts and elites, and then um, and then it goes like major. Um, elites and maybe major grunts, and then it's like ultra elites and ultra grunts, and then you get like the, the then they start getting crazy names, but um, like zealots and stealth guys. But anyway, so there's like a bunch of uh, the red elites which um, have more shields and more health, uh, and a bunch of the grunts are all pretty. This you know the same. You shoot them in the head with the battle rifle and they'll die. Um, but I had a shotgun, which was super helpful uh, at this point because yep. it just takes like two shots to kill a blue elite, three shots to kill a red elite, and then I was just poo hucking grenades. Uh, once you get down inside of this uh, giant scarab, um, there's like an ultra elite who I don't even know how many shotgun shots he takes. Maybe five. Um, and then there's two red elites piloting the, um, the scarab. So you have to kill basically all the covenant on this, um, thing to, to, to blow it up. And then you beat the mission. And I had something really interesting happen where, um, I traded, uh, deaths with the last elite on the, on the scarab and it, Started the cutscene and then I uh, respawned into the level, and <laughs> I had to, I had to do it all over again. 
I wish I still had the shotgun. That would have made that a whole lot easier. Yeah. I uh, I had the shotgun too, and I feel like, so I've played it enough that I, like the very first bridge you come on to, mm-hmm. I just, I jumped right into there. Like, yeah. yeah. Didn't wait for them to like get to the end of the thing to jump on. I was like, no, here we go. I know what I'm doing. Yep. And yeah, I had the shotgun, and I think literally I killed the last elite with my last shell. So I was like, this is really satisfying. Like. <laughs> you know, it, you you perfectly used up all of your ammo, and you know, you you picture Master Chief just being like, "Oh, okay, I did it. Now I can like just relax for a second. Yeah, I, I waited till the third bridge. I didn't wait till the end, but I walked along it because there's just a whole bunch of resupply. So if you have a rocket launcher, pick up the rocket launcher, and I would launch in, then run to the next one, reload, find some grenades, throw it, and it basically just rained hell on this thing until it got to the third one um but it's it's challenging because it doesn't just walk straight right it kind of waddles side to side which makes it hard to you know be effective with rockets and grenades and stuff but that's kind of what i did i would try to clear it out as much as i could and then right when it makes that turn uh that's when i would jump on it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a pretty fun fight um I like the, the, because now that there's like dual wielding and, um, they retuned some of the weapons, it definitely, I like the, the close quarters combat a lot more, um, in this game than in the, uh, the previous one where it was basically like, uh, you have an assault rifle and a pistol once shields are broken kind of thing. Whereas this one. It's like you just, oh man, the the number the different combinations you can have just on dual wielding alone make every fight a little bit more fun. Yep, there's a lot of different ways you can approach, you know, tiny little corridor fights, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And then you just always have always have a battle rifle. They there's like battle rifle ammo just all over the place, so yep. you never have to not have it. At least in. Uh, these missions, yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. When you're on Earth, of course, it's everywhere. Um, so, anyway, you blow, up, you, you blow up the Scarab, and then you go into, like, the end of mission cutscene, um, and, you know, Master Chief just freaking uh, cool guy walks out of the, you know, exploding Scarab, and so then he gets picked up uh, in a Pelican dropship, um, and... Commander Keys noticed notices that um, the there was a um, a a big let's kind of take a step back um, when you landed on Earth um, they were picking up transmissions from this giant um, Covenant ship I, I can't think of a good name for it but anyway where the transmission just kept saying regret, regret, regret or whatever. Um, and it turns out that regret is one of the, is the name of uh, one of the prophets that you see at the, in the first cutscene that Dave described where um, that elite was getting tortured and things like that. Um, so it's a big deal that the prophet is in this big ship. Um, and I believe they're trying to, that big ship um, is starting to fly away. And it opens up this like slip space portal 
which is like the you know light speed um, thing. So um, and it's in the middle of a city, and the Covenant are you know their technology is so advanced that they can actually do that kind of thing. Whereas um, I feel like the humans have to do it out in space because their computers aren't aren't as sophisticated. Right. Their jumping mechanisms are not as good. I think it's like in the books they describe it like the Covenant's way of moving into slip space is like surgical, whereas humans just brute force it. Yeah. And so yeah. So they're they're basically gonna initiate this like jump to light speed inside of the city. Um but um, the pr- the profit regret is to high value target that uh, they want to go uh, follow the ship. So they they uh, dock the pelican onto the in amber clad, and they race after the sh- uh, the, the giant um, covenant ship, and they just barely make it into the slip space portal uh, in time. And then you see, like, right as the the portal closes, it basically lets out this huge shockwave that sort of demolishes the entire city that you were just in. So I think that's part of the reason why they chase after it, right? Because Keys, she asks uh, Lord Hood if she can intercept the ship. And he says, you know, don't worry about it, I'll get them to do a star side intercept. I'll get him once he tries to go out. And then when they say there's a slip space rupture inside the city, since it's in an atmosphere, it's going to make this huge shockwave and just rip everything apart. I think it's partially they have to follow it, but also they need to get out of there. Cause I don't think they, I mean, maybe they would survive it. It doesn't seem like they would, yeah. you know, and so there's no time, sir. And then he green lights, green lights engage. And that one of the last things is, you know, man without a destination solution, and she says, we're not losing the ship. Right. So, so you don't, it's a combo of both, but I don't think they could just chill if they wanted to. No. Right. I mean, I, they didn't know that he was going to, that they were going to, you know, jump to light speed. So that's why Lord Hood right. was totally fine with like, well, we'll just wait for him to get into space and then we'll shoot the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. they're like, oh, fuck, they're going to jump to slip space inside of the city. And then they're like, well, I guess let's go after them. And then but you don't know where you're going to end up because. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's the end of the, the missions that we played for this week. I really, really enjoy how they tie together so well. I mean, the the. The first in Halo One, you know, you're on the pillar bottom, then you go down to Halo, and then you know, it makes sense where you're going. But this, it just flows right because you're you're on the Cairo, then you land on the ship, and then especially the next two outskirts of Metropolis, it just one seamlessly goes right into the next one, and it's they're really fun. I'm glad I played them all at once. I did all three in one night, and it was just it just kept going it was a smooth transition in between all of them mm-hmm. oh man the music so i i so bought i bought the halo 2 soundtrack because it it <laughs> it was so good yeah, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal and i i think 
um, the remastered version, did they update the the soundtrack too? Mm, yeah, yeah I was switching back and forth, like driving the tank through a tunnel. Like if you were to switch to the old version, it was just like I'm driving a tank through the tunnel. Brrr, you know, you hear the tank, but like in the the remastered version, it was like bah, 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 you know, it had like the, the right. updated electric guitar. You're shredding, yeah. even though you're just driving through a tunnel. I'm still like, hell yeah, I'm driving a tank through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. So they did. Um... Yeah, so they re-recorded all of the music for it, and then they like rearranged it, and, and I assume they picked and chose where they dropped the songs. Um, they, oh man, so they uh, they they have a a new um, Mjolnir mix for like the the Halo theme from the original. That's like the iconic one, but the Mjolnir mix is where they've got like fucking rad electric guitars all over and it's just fantastic so it's just like a symphony and then there's this electric guitar shredding away it's great plus uh, i mean we haven't run into it yet but they've got they've got songs from breaking benjamin incubus fucking huba stank (laughs) oh god all of them were breakout bands at the time (laughs) Oh, I mean, Incubus have been around for a while, but yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Fucking Hoobas, thank <laughs> I feel like I... What? Um, you have no good the reason to hate Hoobas, thank uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, of all... Uh, this is a diff- different tangent, and we've already blown our time budget here, but uh, I love... Halo's slip space mechanism to describe mm-hmm. interstellar travel. Like it's I, I'm actually reading the wiki right now and it's super duper can complicated, but like just the idea that you like I, I'm dumbing it down and definitely disgracing it, but like you create a little wormhole on one side and then appear on the other side at, like instantaneously, so it's you know, it isn't like you're traveling in hyperspeed for 10 hours to reach the other side of the galaxy. It's just, nope, boop, you're here kind of a thing. It's like a portal. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, I need to read into it more. But, like, you have other sci-fi kind of things that, like, even, I don't know, Star Wars is the, the go-to. But there's so many inconsistencies with their hyperdrives and you know, hyperspace, it, like, it doesn't make sense from movie to movie, even. Whereas this, it, they did a good job just kind of implementing something that seems relatively plausible, that you're just breaking physics by opening a little wormhole, and you slip in between space, you know, or in, be- in between dimensions, basically, and pop out the other side. I don't know. I like it. I think it's really cool. And it's a neat mechanic that they kind of introduced. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I completely agree. Every, uh, I don't know. I mean, I said this at the start of Halo 1, too, but uh, this game starts so good. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how all the rest of it holds up. Um, but 
Yeah, yeah, that was the start of Halo 2. So uh, this week, we'll probably try and do another recording next week. With the 4th of July, it might be a little uh, tricky. But what I also like about it, which I guess a little um, tease for next time, is next one is we're going to play the Arbiter, the Oracle, and then maybe Delta Halo. Are you... So, okay, this is the weird, like, thing that I'm wrestling with right now. Are you guys worried at all that the game isn't going to hold up as good as you thought? Like, I remember these first three missions. Like, they're pretty clear. But (laughs) the rest of it, I literally, in my head right now, I remember I pick up red plasma rifles and I shoot brutes with them. Like... Mm. that's like all I remember from the rest of this game. Like it, it scares me a little bit that like the rest of it isn't going to be as good as I want it to be. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what happened in halo one, right? Right. Off really good. And then the last few missions, I remember not liking as much. And I remember having that feeling for a lot of the games. So I am a little nervous about that, but right now it's just awesome. Yep. Everything about it's good. The graphics are fantastic. The gameplay is better. New guns are sweet. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. This is a really good start. But yeah. any other uh final thoughts on the first part uh, of Halo 2? Um, you know, how you're liking it compared to level one. I mean, we kind of covered everything, but fi- final thoughts on the episode. Uh I'll start. I it's a shame we didn't mention the I love bees. Oh geez. Uh, it was a website that was like created to release their trickle information and kind of also compile it a little bit for Halo 2. Um, it, was, it was an ARG. Yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, yeah. Alternate reality game or something yeah. like that. Something like that. I don't know about this. This is new to me. Yeah. Oh, it was Jesus. Yeah, kind of like a cool like internet clue game that yeah everyone was trying to figure out as it was going of like what's going on who's doing what so I don't know I I just figured we should at least mention that because that was a huge part of leading up to Halo Two. We could do a whole episode on just I love bees. Yeah, probably. Um, That's for our Patreon supporters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's all I got. Yeah. What I think is really cool, and what I think we're, we're getting a really good look at, kind of focused on since we're playing a back-to-back, but I mean, Halo 1 was such a groundbreaking game. Like we mentioned before, people bought Xboxes. Probably the reason I still have an Xbox is because of Halo 1. And, you know, there's huge hype to live up to. And, man, did Halo 2 knock it out of the park. So far. And at the time, too, you know, when it when it came out, it lived up to what everyone, at least the way I remember it is it lived up to every expectation and it was better and just built off it so well, which for sequels, you know, for movies and video games, that is not always the case. Um, And I just remember being really impressed by that. And it was just everything I wanted the sequel to be in and then some. And I thought that was really and that's how I remember it back then. And then kind of playing them you know, this close together, it kind of reminded me of that. And for as groundbreaking as Halo 1 was, I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And true to that, too, where it's like, this was in my memory, like the very first video game that I remember seeing news reports on. Like there was mm-hmm. so much hype that it was actually penetrating the mainstream media of like, look at how many people are excited about this cool thing that's happening 
that wasn't just like is game violence turning our youth into murderers like yeah. that was the extent of what was you know video game coverage in mainstream media and i feel like in again to my memory halo 2 was the first one of like yeah, no, people are, like, lining up outside for a week ahead of time just to be first in line at this GameStop so they can pick up Halo. Like, it's it's nuts the amount of hype that was there and how how well it delivered on that hype. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And this game had, yeah, it, the multiplayer, we're definitely going to have to carve some time off for that because that definitely is yep. like one of oh, the reasons yeah. why. Uh, not that the campaign isn't great. You get to punch an alien in the face. You can use an energy sword for the first time. An old crippled alien. You get to punch him in his <laughs> stupid space chair. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll close this one out. Uh, we're really excited to, to finish playing this game, so I think I'm actually going to jump on now and play a couple uh, of the next ones. Um, but yeah, thanks again uh, for listening to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved. And uh, like we said before, we're not wasting your time anymore. It's going to be great. And you know what you should do, uh, viewers and listeners, and I guess not viewers, that'd be weird. Um, play along with us. Please. In, play with. Play. Send us your thoughts. Uh, play we'll take with me. Take questions that he wants us to focus on. Uh, let Lonely. us know. We That's will true. See you, uh, we'll see you next week. Play with me, please. Have a Bye good one.